Welcome to the MLS Leadership Show. I'm Myrna Selsler, and I'm the host of the show and founder of the Million Dollar Broker Program, building momentum and leverage in a real estate brokerage. Over the past decades, I've been a broker owner of two successful real estate offices in two very different marketplaces. We work with real estate brokers to overcome the barriers that prevent them from achieving a million dollar net to them business. We help brokers reduce turnover, improve productivity, and have predictable sales growth. We're always on the lookout for talented brokers willing to share their secret sauce in running a successful brokerage. Stick around to the end of the show and you'll find out how you can be our next guest and share your unique message about how you lead your brokerage. Hi there, it's Myrna Selsler at the MLS Leadership Show. And today I'm speaking with Lori Bennett, who is the president, broker of record and owner of Realty One Group Integrity Florida. And I'm really interested um, to speak to Lori because she's not only a broker in Florida, but her piece of unusualness is that she's also a broker in Toronto, Canada, which is, I guess, that one of the biggest real estate boards in North America. Is that fair to say, Lori? It is. It's the number one real estate board in North America. The Miami-Dade board is the second largest real estate board. So is that how you chose to go to Miami? Is I'm in the number one, I might as well be in the number two board. Is that what, where, what influenced your decision to make that kind of a transition? Because you're moving countries, you're moving yes. kinds of different licensing issues, all kinds yes. of different rules and laws. So yes, it was, it was a big decision. I had to go through um, doing all my real estate classes all over again and uh, to make that decision. But I chose to go on to the East Coast of Florida rather than the Gulf Coast, which is where I already have family. But there's more Canadians buying real estate on this coast than there is on the other coast, on the Gulf Coast. So actually, 48% of all Canadians buying real estate buy on the East Coast and they buy between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. And that's where you are. Yes, I'm on both the real estate boards for Broward, which is Fort Lauderdale, and the Miami-Dade board. So I'm on both boards. Yes, okay, That's pretty exciting. So I want to go a little bit back in time a bit. Um, there's rarely a straight line to the moon, and there's rarely a straight line into a career in real estate. So how did you get started in real estate in the first place? Well, that's an interesting question, Myrna. Um, my resume was actually posted on a website called Workopolis way back in 2006, and a headhunter saw my resume and asked me if I'd like to come in for an interview for real estate. And I said, I don't have my real estate license. And he goes, that's okay. If they like you, uh, they will uh, pay for you to get your license. So I actually beat out about 200 other people for the job to get my job. And I was doing commercial real estate. Okay. Okay. Yes, in Toronto. And what were you doing prior to that? I was involved in a lot of different uh, industries for telecommunications. For I worked for a big company called Telus in Canada. Mm -hmm. I worked in cosmetics for Revlon Canada. I worked. I actually was selling the BlackBerry when no one even knew what the BlackBerry was. Okay. Uh, I used to sell that, and I'd go into a Starbucks with it, and people would wonder what it was. You know, back in the day. So I did a bit of fashion as well, and you know, when I was younger. So I've done a lot of different things. And that all comes to play and all the people that you've met during those that period of time would be so exciting. So yes. how um, when you were in Canada, were you a, a broker of record there as well? Or how did you make the transition to leadership? Um, so I wasn't a broker of record in Canada. Uh, what I was was I was a broker. So um, I could have the potential to own my own brokerage, but I chose to work for and I still am with the largest real estate brokerage for Royal LePage in Canada. It's Royal LePage Signature Realty. So I'm still licensed in there okay. as well, which is amazing because 
my uh, real estate uh, listings actually in Florida get to be able to be put on the board in Toronto because I'm a broker in both countries. So it's amazing. Yeah, amazing and highly unusual and really sets you apart from any potential competition. Yes, absolutely. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you decide that you wanted to become a broker of record and own your own business in Florida? Well, I, I, I've been thinking about making the move to Florida for a long, long time. And um, my father retired from Ford Motor Company. I actually grew up in Michigan. And my I moved back to Toronto by myself when I was 18 to um, just start a new adventure right out of high school. And so I left home and all my family were either living in Michigan or in Florida at, you know, at this point. And I just always thought Florida was just so comfortable. The climate's so much better than Toronto, right? Because all that snow. And I just felt like, you know, I'm ready to go for it. And I'm, you know, single, never been married, no kids. So I'm like, why am I in Toronto? You know? So, yeah. So I just thought, you know what, it's a good time to try to do something with my life. It's different. And I just went for it. Yes. So you started a brokerage from scratch from ground zero. I did. Um, but I bought a franchise, so it's a bit different than starting it completely from scratch. So, um, what I did is I looked at about 20 different franchises that I thought would be good. And I talked to um, my immigration lawyer and, um, he suggested at the time that looking at a franchise would just give me a better roadmap to be more successful than trying to just go it alone and start from scratch, Lori Bennett Realty. So I thought, you know, I might as well, you know, do that. It sounds more, you know, a lot better of a strategy. So I went for it. Okay. So you've been, this has happened within the past year, I'm thinking, if I recall correctly, looking at your resume. Yes. So I moved down here the very end of January, right before COVID hit. I took possession of my space on February 4th. And I was really lucky because I got to take over a brokerage office that was moving out. And um, prior to me being here and the other brokerage, one Sotheby's was in the location. And I thought, that's pretty lucky to have one Sotheby's formally be here. And the address was 888 East Las Olas. And triple eights are the angel number for abundance. So I thought that's pretty darn good for a real estate office to have that, that address, right? So, yes. And everybody that wanted to go to Sotheby's would see that you're there. Well, it's just as easy to stop in. I don't know where those guys moved to, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're just down the street, but they're a great brokerage as well. But it was just um, all the stars really aligned. My office in Toronto is 8 Samson News. I sold a condo in Toronto, 88 Shepherd Avenue East. And then this was 888. So it was like, a conjunction of eights, right? So yeah. lucky. Yeah. And somehow you just seem to know then, don't you? Yes, I just had an inner knowing. So I'm really curious then, with COVID starting, and I think you have about 20 agents right now? Yes, I have actually uh, 22 now. So 22 people now. Just, I just hired some other people. So you're brand new. You have no, you personally have very little name recognition in the marketplace. How are you recruiting people? What is your strategy for recruitment? Well, um, it's we're very different than a lot of other brokers, uh, uh, brokerages on the, the Las Olas area and in Florida that we are 100% uh, business program commission based. So what that means is that we offer a lot of uh, extra back to the agent than a typical brokerage would offer. Like a lot of brokerages do like a 50-50 split or, you know, 80-20 
uh, we're able to offer a 100% commission platform program and mm -hmm. they pay a small fee every month to get access to, you know, a website, CRM, uh, lots of really cool digital tools like a one app, which um, you can give to your clients instead of just giving them a business card. It's a little like a digital business card, if you yeah. will, which pulls up all the MLS in the area and open houses and price changes. So it's really cool. Um, the company is geared towards a... <clears throat> I would say a tech savvy agent, not necessarily a millennial or generation X, but just someone that wants to embrace technology and take their business to the next level. So that's why I chose it. Okay. So when you're speaking about your agents, how are you letting them know that you are um, a tech savvy brokerage? How are you communicating that? And then that, and in fact, is that who applies to you? Um, well, being out in the marketplace when I'm targeting, um, I do some social media um, programs that I that I run as well through a company called AdWorks and other other um, types of applications just on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I list out all of the different uh, reasons why you'd want to work at our brokerage. And the actual company itself uh, corporately does a lot of that branding for us as a franchise owner as well. So. That makes it easy. So the people that you're recruiting, are you recruiting existing agents or are you recruiting brand new agents? I'm recruiting a bit of both. It's easier to, you know, work with an existing agent who's already got an established uh, clientele yeah. for sure. But it's also um, great to have some new agents that are really excited to be in, in the mix. And, you know, they're really eager to learn. And uh, we have a mentorship program as well. So the more seasoned agents get to work with a, a newer agent to help get them get up to speed. And then they do a commission split. And then it, it, what it does is it really forms a camaraderie in the office too, that down the road, you just know someone that might want to help you out on a showing or, um, you know, an open house or what have you. Yeah. So that's the next one. Of the, I'm going to get to culture next, but my other thing is retention. How are you? Um, how, cause it's pretty new and you probably haven't had a lot of people, if anybody leave you yet, what's your strategy for retention? How do you intend to keep people so that they want to stay with you for a long period of time? Cause that onboarding and offboarding is an expensive use of your time. It absolutely is, Myrna. Um, what we like to do is um, I do a lot of different things that, um, and I also had a really good model from Royal LePage in Canada, right? And that I'm still okay. licensed for the last 10 years still. But um, uh, some of the things that um, I do that I really didn't get a chance to do at other brokerages is um, I go out on appointments with my agents to help them. Yeah. So a lot of uh, brokers will tend to just stay back and let the agent, you know, muddle their way through a deal. But if I can add value and if the agent's okay with it, I'll actually physically go out on a showing. I'll go out on a listing appointment to help them to yeah. make them feel more empowered. I'm all about empowering people because I've, I've worked, you know, years back where I was told, you know, a good meeting is when you don't talk, Lori. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not a good way to, uh, to experience becoming a new agent and learning, right? So yeah. I'm all about empowering. Uh, we've actually actually gone for um, acting lessons too. Uh, I brought my whole team in December, uh, this past December, 2020. I hired an acting coach who actually was a realtor as well for 40 years. And she uh, had an acting school. So we all went up and did improv on a stage because when you're with a client, if they're in your car or you're just out on a showing, a listing appointment, um, 
you've got to be in improv mode, really. So you've got to be like, you know, the Oscar role of your life, really, to get the sale and to convey who you are and why they should want to work with you. And also, when you are presenting your offer to another agent, you want them to want to work with you over another agent. And it's a highly competitive market, both in Canada and in Florida right now. It's pretty insane with bidding wars. So you have to really be in the driver's seat and that comes from being empowered. And I try to make sure and instill that in my agents that they feel that way. I don't want anyone to feel small, you know, and not empowered. Yeah. I find that so interesting because I always thought when you were showing, when I was showing properties, for example, it was like you were on stage all day and it yes. was exhausting. So to take that recognition and translate in, that into giving them an opportunity to learn how to be on stage all day. It's really yes. powerful. And that other piece you mentioned about um, almost being on stage with the other agents, because if they trust you and you're in a bidding war, they're more likely to, to help support your offer as opposed to someone else's offer. So you've really looked at this from all angles. Yes, I have. Um, I've been involved in bidding wars. Like I'm, I'm a non-competing broker right now, which no. means that I don't get a lead and go and take it and try to not give it to my agent. I give it to my agent. Um, no. um, and um, when I am working with um, someone, I I just really try to help them. And when I'm working with a uh, another realtor in the past, I was involved in 31 bidding wars in the course of a year and a half, and I, I won 28. So that's a big number to actually win 28 out, out of 31. That's and um, yeah, and. It, it, it's a huge number, but you know, it, it wasn't done in a sleazy way. Like it wasn't like, you know, uh, aggressive, like you've got to work with me. It was just being professional. And yeah. that's the thing that I try to make sure that my agents are always on point because um, unfortunately in every market, whether it's Canada or here, there's always unprofessional people. And I always believe in karma as well. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I just say, you know what? If we execute, if we do the right things for our client, the business will come. And that goes back to uh, one of my old bosses at Revlon Canada back in the day used to say, Lori, if you are consistent, Lori, if you are consistent and you do everything right, the business will come. And I try to instill that with my agents now. So that's that's really, really interesting. And I want to go back to what you said about going with your agents on appointments, because my experience was. They struggle, they struggle, they struggle. And then if you, you go with them and they, they get the listing or they get the sale, the offer through, it's like a dam breaks. It's like the floodgates open and suddenly they're launched. Yes. And it's yes. so little effort on your part really to launch them. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that winning edge that you're offering. It, it's very true. And we do a lot of things too. I'm all about visualization. I used to be an athlete in Michigan before yeah. I used to run on a competitive level for years. And my coach has always instilled in me to, you know, focus on what you want to happen and set goals that way. So um, most of my agents have adopted a vision board that I've suggested that they do. So yeah. they all have vision boards at their desk of all the things that they want to create for their life. And we do a lot of things with business plans, but not just about business. It's, it's a, it's a whole picture. It's about your health, it's your wealth, it's your welfare, it's your family, it's your mindset. You know, it's really, really key. So um, we always focus on that. We have mastermind meetings regularly and rev up sessions as well. So there's a lot of training involved and it's it's a lot of fun. 
That it, it does sound fun and it sounds really, really interesting and collaborative. So when you are looking for people to join your office, what would be the like one thing that is a yes, 100% you're in, or what would be one thing 100% you're not in? Um, if, they, uh, if they don't show up with a positive mindset, because uh, I think that your mindset is really, really key. Yep. If they if they're blaming other people on their past failures and if they don't own their mistakes, I mean, no one's perfect. I'm not. I'm sure you're not. I mean, who is? But it's owning it's owning where you are and where you want to go. And if you are teachable and I feel that they're a teachable person, um, you know, it's not going to be the right fit for everyone in every position that they've ever had. And, you know, but the real estate might be really good for them, but just not at that brokerage. So I have an open mind and I trust my gut. That's one thing that I can say, you know, cause now that I'm older now um, I feel that I learned to trust my inside knowing of yeah. what I really believe about something you know, it might look really good on paper, but if something is screaming, you know what? No, no, no. You know, then yeah. you listen. So yes. teachable is what you're looking for. What would turn you off? I guess a, a negative mindset, I guess is one. Of the yeah. Things. Someone that's negative and that wants to put blame on, you know, uh, you know, oh, the, there's not enough clients out there or, um, you know, I got really screwed over by this agent and this person. And, you know, I'm really getting sick of this industry. I just want people that are more positive because one bad apple, even if they're a top producer, if yeah. they are a negative, it'll just, you know, pull down everyone else around them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what else? So what, um, what brings you the most joy in being a leader now? Um, seeing other people feel really empowered and seeing it in their eyes that they're really excited that, you know, something came together that we worked on and, mm -hmm. or even that we didn't work on it, but I know they did. And, and I just seeing how elated that they are, that they actually went for it and got it done and maybe even surprised themselves. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so what is your secret sauce? Why are people attracted to you? Do you think when people come to you and say, I wanted to work with you because this, or they tell a friend of theirs, come and work with Lori because what would that because be? I think because I'm, um, I'm real. I'm like, you know, I don't put on this facade, like, you know, that I'm like this thing, you know, I just, I try to keep myself really humble and be really real with the people and be, you know, mindful of, of who I am and, and what I've been through in my life and that I have something of value to help other people with based on my own um, experiences and yeah. not, not take it for granted uh, that, you know, um, where I am and, and also feel that there's so much more for me to go, you know, to, and if I have the right people and just want to create an abundant life and be positive. I've gone through a lot. Like, I'm just going to say that the first, um, uh, year being down here, uh, with COVID and, you know, literally opened up, um, February 4th, did my soft opening the first week in March and got shut down the second week in March. There were riots here as well. Um, literally right 50 feet from where I am right now, there was a store broken into. Uh, my car got stolen down here. They found it, but 
$11,000 worth of damage to my car. And now it's a brand new car because it all got fixed. But um, but uh, there were a lot of challenges. And this, if, uh, any year to start a business. Yeah it, yeah, it really was. But, you know, I have to tell you that um, I have um, some good friends, particularly one good friend of mine back in Toronto. And I know that you know, he's extremely well, um, he's pretty much, I guess, a billionaire at this point. But I know that when he uh, started off his career, it wasn't easy for him. And if you look at anyone that's really successful in their business, there were always those points where their back was up against the wall and things were just falling apart. And thankfully, I've had some really good friends that believed in me and um, some very good professionals that believed in me as well. So they helped like guide me and you know, even when I might not have believed in myself as much, they did. So yeah. it really picked me up. And yeah, so I've been really blessed with that. That's excellent. Um, if you were to give advice to people starting a real estate career, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Uh, your CRM, your customer relationship management software platform, you really need to start it from the get-go. Don't try to start it a few years into your career because um, everything is really plug and play at this point. And yeah. the better your CRM and the better the data that's in the CRM, the easier you'll be able to build. You know, it's like building a house, right? If you have a solid foundation, you can build on it and do different silos of businesses. But if you don't have that from the get go, it makes it really hard to uh, to build on that. And so that means like getting back to people and having systematic ways that are easy to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Back to that technology that you offer. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I noted in your brokerage is that you have a number of people that speak different languages. Is that? Yes. Tell me about that. Well, we have um, bordering on I think it's fourteen different languages right now that we speak. Fourteen or fifteen. You so I um, bought locked dinners. Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have, um, uh, lots of different, uh, some, one of my agents speaks five different languages. If you can believe it, <laughs> I can only speak design? one. How did that come to be? Cause that, uh, that seems somewhat unusual. Yeah. She, well, she's from Eastern Europe and okay. being from Eastern Europe, she's connected to a lot of different, you know, countries right there and she yeah. just had to go to school and took a lot of languages and I think once you learn two I think it's also easier to learn a few more you know and some people learn it easier than others as well I'm not one of them unfortunately but um yeah. but um you know so we have a, a number of agents that obviously speak Spanish mm -hmm. because we're in you know South Florida but Brazil um we have someone that speaks Portuguese. She's from Brazil. And we have, um, you know, someone that should be starting shortly with me that's uh, from Iran. So he speaks Farsi. And then we have like, uh, you know, Russian and um, just so many, so many other languages, French, and, you know, just the list goes on and on. It's amazing. That is, that's really interesting because it must be a really interesting office. I, I would guess yes. so much diversity. Yes. So before we wrap up here, Lori, the one other question I'd like to ask you, what else, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us that tells us a bit about who you are and who your brokerage is to, that makes you unique so that someone thinking about joining a brokerage would listen to this and say, I need to go talk to that woman. What, um, what should we know? Uh, well, I really believe 
this is something that goes back to my like athletic days, like mindset, skill set creates opportunity. And I really, you know, um, for me, I'm invested in my people. I'm invested to make this work. Like I, you know, I can honestly say Myrna that I want this as much as I want to breathe. And I don't know if, um, you know, a lot of your viewers are going to look at this and think, wow, that's a little bit deep, but <laughs> it's really true. It's I, I came, yeah. I came, I came down here to win and um, you know, I've typically been in the top 5% in not the top one or 2% in any um, thing that I've ever sold, um, you know, in particularly in real estate as well. I've been in doing in real estate for going on 16 years now. And um, I, I, I just really wanted to create an environment that's, you know, based on all of the great places that I've worked in that I could really share with the people. Cause you know, uh, the Slightums in Canada that I, I still am part of uh, Chris and Jeff Slightum, they're awesome, you know, to, to be able to still call that home back in Canada. Um, and I learned a lot working there from them and their management team. So um, I just want to create, uh, an even better environment down here if I could, you know, I mean, I would love to, even if I could match that, that would be amazing. But I just want to really um, make something special for my agents so that I can empower them. And I, I know that people aren't going to be with me forever. I wouldn't, you know, going to say that someone's going to have to stay with me forever, but however long they're with me at my brokerage, I want them to learn and grow. And I want all of us to learn and grow from each other. So. That sounds excellent. It sounds like a dynamic environment to be in. So yes. as we wrap up here, I just want to remind everyone that I've been speaking with Lori Bennett, who's the president, broker of record, and owner of Realty One Group Integrity Florida. And Lori, it's been a real pleasure, really interesting to talk to you about this. So this is Myrna Selsler with the MLS Leadership Show, wrapping up another one of our leadership podcasts. Thanks very Thank much you. for listening. Thank Thanks. you very much, Myrna, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank it's you. been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Thanks. And I'll stop the recording. Thanks for listening to the MLS Leadership Show. If you're a real estate broker, owner, or manager, and would like to be a guest on the show, please visit mlsleadership.com slash guest. If you got some value out of this interview, subscribe below and share this on your social media. Hashtag MLS show. Download us in your podcast player right now. Please give us a thumbs up rating and review the show. Share the value you received from listening in. Connect with me via social media. Check out our website at mlsleadership.com and see if there's some ideas you can use in your own brokerage. It's Myrna Selsler with the MLS Leadership Show and founder of The Million Dollar Broker. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.